0: Hello and welcome to the Ramon Foster Show, brought to you by the Get-Go Cafe and Market, where they are open 24-7, serving hot, fresh food. Ramon, what's going on? Happy Wednesday. Ah,
1: it is. Happy hump day. Uh, all is well in the world, you know?
0: It, it, it is, tentatively speaking. Yeah. In the Steelers' world, you know, we'll see. There's a lot of things that we have to find out about here. And one of the yeah. things that I wanted to bring up, Today with OTAs ongoing is is the running game. We focused a lot yesterday on passing this and passing that, and it's understandable with the state of the quarterbacks. But I also threw in a little nugget at the end of the show about Najee Harris looking like monstrous, like his 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 legs are now like this, and I swear they weren't before. Like it could be my imagination, but he just Mm -hmm. looked huge, not in a bad way. And I just you know, made me think like running game,
1: man. I, I, I guarantee you um, Coach T's had a conversation with him about, you know, how he needs to manage himself, how he needs to come back in looking different. I, I'll never forget watching Benny Snell come in. And I know, you know, he's still in reserve role for the most part, but just watching him transform and being a starter. He told Le'Veon those things too, like all across the board. And Le'Veon, he 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 did it accordingly. He found his way through as far as transforming his body. I think everybody can recognize that, but also understanding what the NFL is. Also understanding what his workload is gonna look like. And and this is the other aspect of it too. Not having school and classes. You know, and that's what the utilization of college is nowadays, is finding itself. Or, you know, it's it's a vehicle to get you to the next level. But in between that, you got school, you got classes, you got social life, too. Najee being able to be a true pro now. Lift when you have to. Finding trainers, finding different ways to work out. There's a concentration in that. When we spoke about Kendrick Green, you know, yesterday, as far as how he needed to approach this year, I was hoping, you know, you said he looks a little bit different in the fact that he's in a position to make himself – a better pro in competition now with Kevin Dotson. So this run game, I think, to Najee is Coach C probably told him, what you did was cute, but we're going to need a little <laughs> bit more next year. Not Would he use the word cute?
0: Yeah, well, I don't know. if <laughs> He he's made it these.
1: to the Pro Bowl. <laughs> it was cute, okay? Like, <laughs> it was
0: a cute Pro Bowl nomination.
1: He probably told him, you made it, but you were the first alternate. Can I be real? Uh-huh. Like, that's what he say, And that's you not to dismiss broke. him. Yeah. Hell, I, mm-hmm. was, I was hoping to be first alternate, okay? But <laughs> me knowing Coach Tomlin, and you've been around him long enough, too, that he probably allude to that, like, make it as a starter. Make it as the first reserve. You know what I'm saying? Instead of being the first alternate. And I think that's, that probably, if Najee's the right type of guy, and I feel like he is, it probably ticked him in the right way. Like, okay, well, let me show you then. And that's why he I came guess. back a little, a little bit better.
0: I can't get over this, but I'm talking about like okay, I'm predating you here on this reference. But Barry <laughs> Foster, okay, Barry like, Foster, we're, yeah, they're, they're, his his th- his thighs are like 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 again like redwoods, yeah. okay. Yeah. The only other player, like the only other athlete that I can think of who's who who looks like that around here is believe this or not is Sidney Crosby from the Penguins. Oh really? Uh, he is just as like this, these freakish crazy looking legs okay because well that's how those guys are lower body you know think about it okay and in 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 seeing Najee that motivated me to kind of you know go around and ask some other guys yeah in the locker room about their view about the running game so I went to Mason Cole yeah who is uh you know obviously the new you know the new center slash guard we'll see how that turns out right for him and I mentioned to him, of course, Dalvin Cook's ridiculous performance in <laughs> Minneapolis. And he goes, he kind of goes like this, like, uh, uh, yeah. yeah, let's not talk about that one too loud in here. Let's, I hope we have some of those now on our side. Yep. And get, yeah, but it, it's it, running. Is, an, is a team-wide attitude, is it not? It is.
1: It is. And um, I know we spoke about, you know, Chooks and the right side of that offensive line leading the way with that. Yesterday, It's yeah. going to be very important, uh, you know, to really establish that. I'd say to speed up the game a little bit more so you give these other offenses that we will see have probably a little bit more advancement as far as their production. Um, I think that'll help assist it. And and also, let's let's just be honest, just the efficiency of the run game has kind of been back and forth in Pittsburgh too. So I think it's got to be an emphasis on that, especially as young as these guys are. You don't have a bunch of old guys like me that's on that offensive line. It's like, well, we got to manage the run. No, if you got to run it eight times in a row, you do it eight times in a row. And I feel like the establishment of that this year has to start in game one. I know I brought up playing it and since it was it pro. Paul Brown stadium, whatever since he's jungle is called. Um, and you got to be able to do that. It's going to be important because of the new guy on the center too. I, I can't stress it enough. So if Najee did come in looking yoked up, he's got tree trunks for legs. That's got to set the tone. And I say this too, they got to take care of him to getting through camp to the season because nothing matters unless we get all of that during the season. Uh, Najee carries last year was a lot, but he's a rookie too. I don't think we need to be in a race to see how many reps we can get out of him. They need to be more efficient, which means to me, the guys up front got to be a whole lot better this year. If you got to say run the ball right and that's it, we gotta be okay with that too until the left side kind of catches up a little bit because they're kind of they will be young on that side depending on who wins between Kendrick uh, Kendrick Dotson I mean Kendrick Green and Kevin Dotson all the K's and those names right there Yeah
0: I think <laughs> that you know when we're talking about attitude here and and we're talking about it being team wide one of the yeah. things that you heard one of the many valid criticisms that you heard of the Steelers offense last year was that they didn't commit to the run. Right. And I know that you were really big on that. Mm-hmm. Even when you saw the team go first down, second down, damn it, third and 10. All right, we'll yeah. throw it. Okay. Yeah. And, and even then, it wasn't enough for you. You wanted to see even more. I why did. is that? Like, what, what I mean, when, when you're hitting your head against the forehead against a cement wall,
1: well, why do you well, want to see more? Because eventually the rock cracks. You can't get impatient in the play call and you can't get impatient in the fact that they might've just beaten you on one or two plays. So go back and set yourself up. If you're expecting to go you know, first down on third and 13 or third and 10 every single time throughout the game, well, you might as well throw it from the first down. You got to make it make it an attitude thing. That's one thing for us. When we started to the turn over, they said, we don't care if we get two, 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 two. We're going to continue to run the ball and at least beat them down to a point to where it starts to crack either technique-wise for yourself or you start to make them duck their heads a little bit to the ground and say, I can't deal with this all day. And the other part about running is it does wear other sides down to where you'll start to get the backups and if you get backups usually you can bully them a little bit more until the older guys get into where it sets a tone just don't quit on the run game and this year has to be the year that says we're going to efficiently run this ball down in and down out
0: when we come back on the Ramon Foster show who's actually going to run this defense Welcome back to the Ramon Foster Show. And, Moan, we, as promised, we're going to talk about who's actually running this defense. And it seems like it's kind of a valid question. He's the first year without Keith Butler. Mm. Terrell Lawson, of course, is the defensive coordinator. But then when you bring in Brian Flores, right. you don't ask him to mop the floors. No. Nope. You, know? um, you tell me how you think this dynamic might work.
1: Well, he's listed on the Steelers coaching profile. So he's going to play a role. So in, in all seriousness of, of this, of course, everybody know Coach Tomlin usually has his fingerprints around the defense just in general. It's his former love. He's done it before and was damn good at it also. Um, when in Minnesota calling plays and his real good secondary coach in Tampa also. If, if we're looking at, you know, what, what's this going to take or who's the, the lead dog? It's got to be Terrell Austin. And um, just simply because if he's going to get, you know, the, the the praise as far as getting the job, he's got to get the praise for them doing good. And also when they do bad, he's going to be a guy that falls on the sword. The addition of having brain trust like Brian Flores and Coach Tomlin and not just him, Coach uh, Carl Dunbar, also the defensive oh, yeah. line coach, very savvy, very good experienced NFL coaches. Uh, Flores adds a wrinkle to it because you're getting a former head coach. Not only that. Can I be honest? You're getting the mindset a little bit of what New England kind of did on defenses. What I, do you mean? I, just because New England defenses, they give that offense praise and what Tom did, Tom this, Tom that. But those New England defenses were damn good. They supported those offenses when, being honest, they, people focus on stopping New England's offenses more until, you've, until you gave up like a small, you know, error or mistake. And that's when they attacked. The defense has kept them in the game. The defense is also, or the special teams also capitalized on the hidden yardage. So having Flores, who's been in the head coaching position that did some miraculous things, let's be honest, in Miami, with his defenses, with his teams, even so far back this past year where they won, what, seven or eight straight. So you're gaining that. So to give it to T.A., I'm with that. He's the guy. He needs to be the guy to lead that team. And him also getting his, what is this, his new opportunity considering what happened and whether it was Cincinnati, yeah, Cincinnati or Yeah, Cincinnati,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: So it's, it's T.A., but he's got some damn good assistants around him and including his head coach too, man.
0: It's just there's, there's a – for anybody who's not familiar or hasn't heard about the way the Steelers' inner world works, one thing that gets discussed, and I'm preaching to the choir, and I'm not saying this to Ramon, I'm saying this to you, um, is – that they don't really get super big on who's up here and who's down yeah. there in hierarchies. Um, go ahead and elaborate on that, Moan, because it's not a matter of here, Terrell Austin's in the room and he's going to say, hey, wait a second, it's my defense. Yeah. It, that's no. just not going to happen.
1: From, from executives to players, Coach Tomlin's Creek. I don't care what good ideas come from. Hmm. Meaning if you've got something that's going to work, tell me. Let's work through it. Let's go practice it. And if it does work, bam, we succeed that way. Um, I know it's always a fuss of Coach Tomlin in his defense or he's controlled. Trust me, they are a group. They meet, they conversate about everything, they discuss everything when it comes down to it. Does he have an itch to you know give a nugget or two here? Yeah. Every coach does that that's coach the position. What do we hear about Harbaugh? Harbaugh and the special teams in New uh, and, and, and Baltimore. He's got his hands all over, it, but he's mm-hmm. not the special teams coach. It's in every organization that you gotta deal with. In college, my, off- my 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 head coach was a former offensive lineman. Guess what room he always came to in meetings?
0: Yep. The one he and, was most comfortable in.
1: The one he was most comfortable with. Again, different eyes on the subject can be a good thing. And yeah, see, it'll that, be that, TA that gets the criticism and the success.
0: Yeah, that's the that's the way I prefer. And again, yeah. we have not w- just, there's no way of knowing what's actually happening in right. those rooms right now. But I prefer to think of Brian Flores as someone who comes in from the outside, clean set of eyes.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: Okay. Okay um but also like you said you know constructed something that was really successful and understands that he has a head coach who's open to hearing him and ideally a defensive coordinator who doesn't feel threatened by him yeah. instead who just says listen man if we succeed we all succeed we're all mm-hmm. going to benefit from it no one's going to ask at the end of the day Hey, by the way, which person, which individual should get all of the credit for this defense being good?
1: Yep. And now, now let's, let's reflect real fast. If we go back to those high powered offenses in which we were a part of, and let's say 13 to 17, whatever it was, mm-hmm. um, it's Todd Haley that gets the credit for it, right? We'll mention Ben, but it's Todd's name that's attached to offensive if he's applying for a new job.
0: I gave it all to Ben, but okay.
1: Uh, But (laughs) That's because you know a little bit more. But from the national aspect of it or the national people that's going to cover it, the four-letter networks and everybody else, they're going to say Ty Haley's offense, would they not? Mm -hmm. So that's that's the point I'm making. It's the head guy that's going to get the respect or the credit from it, even if you – we know that. But on the outside of it, you know who was – you're going to give credit to the guy that had the name and the title.
0: And it's gotta be ego free too. It's gotta be a case where let's say Brian Flores suggests a certain type of blitz. Yeah. And it works so beautifully that it ends up resulting in a in a turnover that wins the game. Right. At the at a press conference afterward, you know and I know that it's not going to be Mike Tomlin standing there at the microphone saying, Oh, by the way, that's a play that Coach Flores drew up or whatever else. No. Because he's he, he's just going to see it as part of the overall pile yep. that everyone put their hands into.
1: Yep, and if, if there's one thing I've learned, if you've heard me talk about it, you've heard Kev speak about it, you listen to Coach Tomlin, you listen listened to DK, is that organization is as tight as it come. And I think the fan base knows that too, because think about when things were starting to get a little loose-lipped and whether it was the locker room or the coaches, everybody to a person that I knew in this fan base is that's not how we operate. Well, mm-hmm. why, was the, why, why would credit be given to one individual guy? when even the organization runs as a group, runs as a pack.
0: No question. When we come back, Hey, Moan. Welcome back. It's time for a special edition of the Hey, Moan segment here, uh, right here at our DKPS headquarters and shop in downtown. We have a, a visitor here, George, who is a subscriber to our site, and he's going to do the honors himself today. <laughs>
1: Hey, Moan. Hey, what's going on? Hey, you're repping Steelers shirts today. To- man. I love it. <laughs> yeah,
2: it's a, yeah. I just happened to have that on. That was a good, good, good timing. I, I wanted, I wanted to ask you, Moan. Uh, you hear a lot about the offensive line and how yeah. it takes. Uh, there's that chemistry that has to develop. You know, with mm-hmm. the, with all the different personalities and the different levels of talent and all that sort of stuff. Uh, how do you see that panning out for the Steelers this year? They've got, you know, they have new people. They have people that are be perhaps playing different positions. Uh, How do you see that all coming together? Is that going to be a a continuing challenge for them, or do you think they've got a chance of getting it all together?
1: Um, I always think they're going to have a chance to get it all together. And I say this for this reason, they have the pedigree. They have the guys that they went out in free agency and got this year. You also also have some in-house guys. You have Chooks. You have Kendrick, and you got Kevin Dodson. You also have the young guy, Dan Moore, on the left side, too. So as far as the nucleus of what they are, it's there. It's a matter of refining who's going to be where and the attitude of it. DK was telling me at at practice he saw that, you know, the right side of the line could be more veteran than the left side of the line because you're going to have the competition between Kendrick and Kevin as far as who's going to be the left guard Dan Moore has a whole lot of experience for a young guy you got, you the got reason Kendrick, you
2: got Kent, you got Kendrick uh, playing at guard do you think that I, the other gent they picked up is going to be you, their center
1: you know what I'd say I, if Kendrick want to survive in this league he has to play left guard Simply because Mason Cole has shown himself as of late to to be a player. And the amount of money that they paid him to kind of suggests he's not going to be on the bench riding. And as far as we know, the first day of OTAs, he was the starting center. Mason Cole was. So it's a competition of left right now. And it's a matter of finding out who's going to be those guys through OTAs, through minicamp. Also working and conditioning themselves throughout the summer, so that whenever they hit camp and the phys- camp and the physicality aspect of it shows its head, they gotta show and prove, especially at the left guard and left tackle position, right. and mainly for me, the left uh, guard position because. It- Dan Moore has the most experience out of either one of those guys, as far as being at one position consistently. So watching him do work with whoever's going to be the replacement the left guard has to be crucial. And the yeah, other part that of year it two, is,
2: he's doing that year two thing too. Dan, he Moore. has he's to be. You'd expect a little bit of that jump.
1: It, it, it must be. It absolutely yeah. must be. And not just that. You got five guys that got to find themselves working at one. I, I hope they have a couple of arguments. I hope they have a lot of good days and also some bad days because then they'll find out who can say what to who, what gets them the tick. And also coming together and realizes it's us versus everybody else out there, because let's be honest, the doubt on what they can do is there. But yep. they got to also almost become a mob, a gang, a to create a unit. And and that's what we kind of did a little bit. Got our butts whipped. You know, we, we heard the criticism. We heard everything that was surrounding why we weren't the reasons why we were winning. And if that group of guys who are mostly veterans find themselves in that position, they will become closer. And I'll say this, too. The other side of it is that defensive line of Cam, the defensive line of the young guys, Tyson, when Stephon... They up pretty good, huh? They won't... There <laughs> are no days off, okay? So they must come together. So that's that's why. Uh, and we were the same way to the young defensive line. We bullied them because yeah. we could. So th- they'll be fine um, after this summer break when they come back to Latrobe, which is a good thing too because the pressure of performing, performing in front of that crowd is going to be high, And When that first five gets solidified and whoever falls after that, it's going to be a good spot. And they'll still find themselves struggling because the game speed is always different from um, practice. Um, I I give them better than they were last year.
2: Well, well, we all hope so, for sure.
1: Yeah, they got to be, right?
2: For sure. Hey,
0: thanks, Mo. Appreciate it. No
1: problem. Anytime. Thanks for stopping by. All right. See you.
0: Yeah, we're, we're telling George the checks in the mail here. It's now officially the George show.
1: <laughs> he, it is. And he had a great follow-up to it too, DK. I've hey. been
0: I've been booted. Uh, take care, George. Thank <laughs> you for coming in. Thank Appreciate
1: you. it. Uh, can I just say that before George leave and we end this segment? This yeah, is yeah. why I love Stiller fans. They absolutely <laughs> know. They know the game. They okay? know the game. They know, they know the history and the consistency of this organization, too. Isn't I myself, fully appreciate that. Thank you. You know how George.
0: you say something? Yeah, you say sometimes, like, you know, oh, you could get somebody off the street to do that. Well, we just literally got George off the street. Yeah. <laughs> I never yeah. met him in my life. We didn't prepare him in any way. And he just comes in and hosts a show for he <laughs> Nothing like that. Let's do it again tomorrow, Moan. By the way, oh. anybody who wants to do this can just come on down and see us, mm-hmm. you know?